Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Double stuff. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do shit up? Cafe Smash! What is the matter with you? I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches! We had gum at cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. If I have learned anything from both of them, Oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Alright, welcome to another episode of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we're outside, bitches. <laughs> yes, we're sitting on our porch swing. In our front yard, because our house is hot as balls right now. It is really hot in there. Why Except do, in the kids' room. Yeah, why, why, why did we give them the window AEC unit again? Because we're like nice parents or something? No, because we wanted them to sleep. Remember? Uh, they were all grumpy because they weren't sleeping and coming to our bed. And that's true, yeah. Well, maybe we should just put a cot up there and start sleeping in their room, too. <laughs> I already thought of it. Because, <laughs> damn, it's like wicked hot in our <laughs> So Is it Africa hot? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, what is that from? The guy on KGW said that. Or oh, was yeah. it KGW or was it, it was, K- No, it was KPTV, the yeah. local news station here on Channel 12. He said, like, Africa hot. Like, Africa hot. And I about <laughs> fell out of my damn chair. That, that was pretty epic. So. Oh, it was great. But no, actually, I'm, it, may, it does prove a point. This poor old recorder is uh, coming in very handy because there's a nice breeze out here. People yeah. are watering their lawns, so the it's cooling off. What is the audio quality been like? Excellent. It um if I use the built-in mic on it, it's it's a mic that's meant to pick up a lot of stuff. Yeah, and it's very very sensitive. When I tested it with a, uh, um, she hasn't given me permission to release her name yet, even on the fee episode. But when I would test it with her on the interview we did over lunch, we were in the Mexican restaurant and it picked up the guy chopping the chicken up in the kitchen, <laughs> which was around the corner from us. So. I gotta adjust the mic sensitivity down on the um, built-in mic, but on these mics, it sounds perfect. Cool. So it works. It works. It works. So you can hear the summer breeze drifting across the microphone. No, no, actually, these don't pick up the wind that badly, okay. especially with the windscreen. So well, that's helpful. Maybe you can hear the sprinklers in the background. Might be able to. Because there's the chicka 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 of the sprinkler. Yeah. And then there's the uh, gentle hum of the AC unit upstairs. Yep. So that's that's nice, but um, yeah, it's been a busy weekend again. It has. We had the races last night, and then I worked today. And then you had to work today, and Ezra's birthday, which dinner. which you dropped on me yesterday. Yep. Thank you. Very no, much. I did okay, not. Wait, I'm sorry. Friday. I'll give you. I'll give you. You dropped it on me on Friday. It was Thursday or Friday, but what was Friday? <laughs> How long have you known about it? Like Thursday. Ah. I think we so, talked about it Thursday. But I whatever. think you're wrong. Whatever. So, yeah, we we got a birthday party again next week with Ezra. Yep. It's been three weekends in a row with birthday parties. We had Tempe last week, her cousins this week. Next week we have Ezra's. Ezra's. And then two weeks after that is the other cousin. Yes. Um, And then I think the spat, the spat of uh, 
OMFG8's birthday time is over with for a while. Yep. But that, by that time, it kills off the entire summer, and we're back into yep, heading into fall and school and whatnot. Yeah, because it's, what, the 3rd of August now, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the first day of school is the 3rd of September. Oh, it's that big old fat black cat. Oh, yeah. You're a kitty, 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 kitty. Ezra named it. What do you name it? Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy. <laughs> I am not joking. Okay. Well, that's better than some of the names you could come up with for a black cat. I agree. Somehow. If he was as creative as my grandma, I know exactly what he would have picked. Mm-hmm. A buddy I work with, his younger brother is extremely racist like that. So he had a uh, he had a white cat and a black cat. He named the white cat Cracker and the black cat Nigglet. That's some yeah yeah yeah. Well, my my grandma named the black cat Blackie and mm. the white cat. Whitey, and I'm not joking. <laughs> Better than I thought she <laughs> made her racist ass. So, yeah. but it's um yeah. Trent crashed hard tonight in the car. He he passed out like in the la- literally it was like right as we were pulling to St. Helens, so it wasn't that long before we got home. Yeah. Um, and I woke him up in the garage, got him up. He walked into the house, sat down on the couch, and then back out again um sugar crash big time that's what the restaurant thing was yeah i, I knew that he was having a cake high and then a immediate low as soon as he got in here i took a picture of it and posted it to instagram it's gonna be epic. or it should be pretty epic because it was just like he was just in this he like it's like he melted melted into the couch so um uh yeah so it's just been it's been a rough couple of weeks oh, oh we took tempe to the races last night we did and she had a blast yes she did and her uh her grandpa is the uh pit boss and he's a he's a part on the um board of the racing association i guess you would call it yes that's and then um he's also yeah so he just he's he's got some you know he's got some length of the track there and he has a golf cart, and he promised to take her for a ride around the racetrack on the golf cart after it was all said and done. And you would have thought she was in, you know, the way she was looking at it, you would have thought she was in the fastest car they had out there because she was just having She a told blast. me that they went very fast. Yeah. So she had a blast going around that track. And I got a, I couldn't get a good picture of her while she was on the track, but I got a picture of her as she came off. So I'm going to get that posted up here to the, to the social medias here soon. But... Otherwise, it's been, uh, today, is, uh, uh, we're recording this on August 3rd, this little segment anyways, and that is Ezra's 10th birthday. So we went out for dinner tonight at a Mexican joint in the city right next to us. Which we did not enjoy. Uh, we'll never go there again. It was not, it was like your most bland, Americanized, we all know you're a bunch of cracker-ass honkies in this town, so we're going to make the white people version of a... Uh, Mexican food that you could possibly like find. The spicy salsa was like normal. I el- ordered the El Diablo, you know, mm-hmm. that's Spanish for the Diablo <laughs> chicken, okay? And no, it's supposed to be like their super hot chicken, and it, all I could taste was the tomato base of the red sauce, and yeah. that was it. There was no spice to it whatsoever. So I was a little perplexed as to how it could get such a prestigious name as, you know, El Diablo when there was no Diablo to it whatsoever. It was more like, I don't know, El Pollo. It was just the chicken. <laughs> there was no Diablo to it. <laughs> so There was no devil in that chicken. No. no. Well, may, well, I guess maybe we'll find out. Maybe it's named that because of what it does stand <laughs> the way out. So perhaps the devil could come help me tomorrow. We'll see. But it uh, most definitely wasn't with the uh, spice going in, that's for sure. Oh, we almost forgot the most important thing. We took Ezra last night 
and went and saw like yes. the best movie ever. ever of the summer, especially. Yep. And saw Guardians of the Galaxy. No spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it. Just awesome. Just go watch it. Just awesome. And understand that it is, it's pretty much fantastic. And the raccoon and Groot steal like every scene that they're in. It's just, it, it was fantastic. It was great. And Chris Pratt, I was, I was impressed. He, <laughs> he did well with that character. And what I really liked about it was what I've heard everybody else say, um, I'm not your typical nerd. I'm not your typical guy. I have not been big into comic books and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I've heard a lot of people say that you don't have to be following the, the actual Guardians of the Galaxy storyline to be able to understand what's going on and why it is the way it is and what's happening. Yeah. And um, they also that all, they also did a really good job of giving you enough of the backstory that you could figure everything out without pandering to you. Yep. And every one of those comments was spot on. I watched it without having any clue any, who any of these characters were, except I knew that what, what hooked me was the raccoon. Yeah. A badass cussing raccoon that likes to shoot weapons. Fuck yeah, I was in the minute I heard that. Uh, even if it was stupid, I was going to be in, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was a great, great uh, movie. And all I can say is for a walking tree, if it can only say three words, that was pretty... He, <laughs> It was amazing how much he stole every scene he was in. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, go see it. You know, it would be fun to discuss it soon and, and like it. I want to go see it again. I insist. Because I missed parts of it because we attended that movie with one of the mo- worst people in the world to go watch oh, movies with. Oh, I forgot. And you didn't sit next to him. The, I'm very glad now. What, yeah. Oh, because he kept asking, what did he say? Well, he'd say that or he'd repeat what the person said as if I hadn't heard what the person said, which then Made it so stopped you didn't me hear so I hear the thing. next line. Then he would ask me what the next line was <laughs> because he missed it too because he was too busy repeating the previous line. <laughs> and he's done that ever since he was like, I don't know, born. The repeating thing. It gets yeah. me every time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, why? Why was that necessary in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. Well, and then I, I think it's partially characteristic of his generation, though, too. They are so used to having everything on the ability to rewind. Rewind it, yeah. That if they miss something, they just go back and listen to it again until they catch it. So they don't have to necessarily be paying attention or being quiet because they can just rewind it and go watch it again. That doesn't happen in the theater, and I think he's thoroughly perplexed and confused by that. That's okay. I tried to rewind the radio the other day. Yeah, that doesn't work so well either. <laughs> like, where's the skip back button on this radio? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I'm used to it too because of, you know, podcasts and whatnot, but I also grew up understanding that, especially with movies, you if it was in the theater, you had one shot to get it without having yeah, to pay for it again. It, we had a very, and this comes mostly from me because, as you know, I don't hear all that well. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> Uh, and all well, the tests say that I hear just fine, but I'm telling you, I have a problem hearing. Well, you don't have a problem hearing. You have a problem discerning background noise and yeah. white noise from what's going on in front of you where yeah. you can't tune one thing in and tune the rest out. Right. So I've always been like a complete heinous bitch when it comes to watching movies. Like you have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. If you talk to me, I will murder you. Yep. And see, for me, what it was is movies were, uh, for for our family anyways, were a... If you went to the movie, if you went out to a movie at the theater, that was like a once or maybe twice a year if we were super lucky treat. We didn't get to go out to the movie a lot because of, well, when we were in the military, dad was out a lot and there wasn't any theaters on base. So it was really special when we did that. And we usually went to the drive-in because they still had those in the Midwest. I guess there's still, remember I was talking about the whole drive-in mm-hmm, thing? Mm-hmm. I guess there is still one that does first run theaters. But that's it's like way the hell out like McMinnville or something like that. It's way out in the middle of nowhere. 
Um, but otherwise, my you, friend from my old work was talking about it. Yeah. When I growing up and like being in like high school age and whatnot, I can remember all of maybe three movies that we went to see that I, unless I went out and wanted to go see it myself and pay mm-hmm. for it. So it was one of those things that I was very much adamant about not ignoring the movie or having something else going on so that I couldn't understand, you know, or, yeah. or, or comprehend or follow the movie because I didn't get to do it often enough. And it was, it literally was like special, you know, there's some pe- people that go into the movie. It's like a, a weekly thing for them. that was not for us. It so. wasn't week like weekly for us or anything, but I would say it was one thing that we did splurge on pretty often. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was always matinee and it was always, you know, but we yeah. did go and I've always loved the, th- theater experience so much so that one of my first job real jobs was working at hollywood video and then after that um i worked as a assistant manager at at a movie theater Mm -hmm. and then you know at another movie theater here locally so i mean i I yeah and see for us it was was a combination of the money thing and then also my mom does not do well in theaters yeah loud noises startle her really really badly and of course anybody who's gone to a movie knows that when they crank the volume up there they crank it up to like a bajillion and she also hates that old school thx intro from the like the 90s the or whatever you know Mm -hmm. that and it just like literally it makes her cringe and like twitch that's okay the there used to be a uh i think it was a regals intro look like a uh, roller coaster still have it well, they've redone it though. The original one would make me so sick I would almost vomit. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. Have to close your eyes. I had to close my eyes, and in some cases, it was even the light, mm-hmm. so I'd cover my eyes. Yeah, but so say all that to say that when I watch a movie, I'm very much quiet about it. Plus, my old man was very also adamant when we were watching stuff that we were quiet and we didn't pipe down because he. You know, didn't want to have to rewind and whatnot. He was trying to... He, you could break his concentration pretty easily when it came to stuff like that, too, by being a loudmouth shit, as he just does not grasp that concept. And you can attest to this. I'm not a light... I'm a hard-ass about it. When he mm-hmm. does it, I get pissed, and I tell him this is why we hardly ever do movie night with him, as harsh as that may sound, but because it's not an enjoyable experience for anybody else because he constantly yammers. He constantly wants to ask questions. He wants to repeat the cool line or what he thinks is the cool line in the movie so that nobody else hears it. The next line, then he wants to ask what line that he missed. And because he missed that line, then you miss another line, which he also missed. And, then, and it's, it's like never ending. It's that big ball <laughs> chasing Indiana down the thing. Cycle. <laughs> it's that ball that's chasing Indiana Jones down the hill, going to squish him. And it just keeps going and going and going and going because, you know, he won't shut up. So finally, there was one. What movie was that we took him to that I. I don't even remember what it was, but I know last night I told him straight up. I said, you will keep your mouth shut or I'll get handy the keys to the van and you will be forced to go sit out there in the van and wait for us. But you didn't do it. No, I, I looked at it. He, he, he stopped. Mm-hmm. The third time he did it, I actually pulled the keys out and I threw them in his lap. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and his eyes are about as big around as you know dinner saucers. And I'm like, okay, you say one more word and that is it. You will do it. And he shut up then. But by that point, it was, you know... The, the critical dialogue parts were done. Mm-hmm. It was more into the action, loud bang, boom that you're going to hear no matter what. Yeah. So I, but I missed a couple of things that about uh, is it Drax the Destroyer? Drax, Drax, how's his name? So, Drax. Drax. Yes. Okay. I want to make sure I had it right. Um, a couple of the lines that he had there in the beginning that I could tell were funny because <laughs> he was very literal. 
character yeah. and everything. His, I guess the backstory for him is that they speak literally. Literally, there are no metaphors. Um, but there's a couple of things that I know I missed because everybody else is cracking up. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know? So I want to go see it again just so I don't have the Ezra experience to go along with it. As much as I love that kid, he's not pleasant to watch movies with. Nope. So, oh, I forgot to tell you because you missed out on the birthday party today because of having to work. Trent was he first when he first got out got we got there he had just woke up from a nap, so he was a little clingy at first, and I actually had a conversation with your uncle, um, your mom's brother, um, your cousin, your sister's um, yeah, dad, um, like. Never had a conversation well, with him before. He never have you? talks. I he's, know he's like his. You know, I I can see where his son gets it because <laughs> he just. I've never heard him string more than like three words together at once. We sat down and he was actually like just conversing with me, and then he was talking hunting with, uh, um, or uh, the birthday girl's mm-hmm. grandpa, mm-hmm. and it was talking to your dad, and he was mm-hmm. just like, I'm not sure if somebody slipped him a roofie or if he had a few <laughs> beers or what was going on, but he was loose-lipped tonight. I have never seen that. And he's actually a pleasant person to talk to. He is. I'm sure, I can, I've seen him be a raging, raging asshole before, and I get that, but I think I can actually get along with that because he seems kind of like me that, you know, the dickwad is usually, you know, <laughs> reasonable reasonable, and, and it's, it's well-placed. There's a mm-hmm. reason why he's being a dick. It's not just because he's a dick, you know? Um, so, yeah, and we talked a little bit about you know, Trent, and he's like, yeah, you just want to be next to your daddy, don't you, buddy? And Trent's like, yeah. He's like, just be careful. You might learn all sorts of things you're probably not supposed to. Hang out old man there. <laughs> and he's just making jokes. <laughs> he was making jokes. So I, I was I was perplexed. Just color me perplexed. Maybe it was because his wife wasn't there. Could and be. she's usually the one that runs it. You, know, you can't shut that woman up. She just talks and talks and talks. Um, so yeah, but then, so but then he opened up, uh, Trent did and decided to go and he wanted to be part of the princess stuff so bad. I'm sure. So he, when they were doing all the songs. I hope nobody and, gave him shit about oh, it. Oh no, not at all. Good. There was other boys there doing it too. Um, I was going to have to have a serious talk. Nope, 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 nope. And so he went in there and like they were doing the, um, let it go dance and singing the song and he was doing, and there's pictures that your sister posted mm-hmm. of him doing like the little arm things and whatnot. <laughs> and they had, they were doing this, uh, game where they, and I didn't think he was going to grasp the concept, but instead of red light, green light, it was warm and free, frozen because, you know, haha, well, frozen. Well, yeah, I got yeah. it. Um, so, but he was. He was running across the yard. Whenever they said frozen, he just like a fucking statue. He just like straight, he, <laughs> whatever position he was in, he just stopped. I mean, he took it very literally. Like, yeah. You freeze exactly as you're supposed to be. And he's like, <laughs> and just locked up until they said warm again. He'd run and he was having a good old time. And then uh, he was always the last one in the line because he was the slowest, but he was not, he was you know, pushing his little toddler legs as fast <laughs> as they would go. But it was great. And he got the, uh, what was supposed to be an Olaf painted to his face, but because he kept moving, moving. it, it, it turned like out <laughs> to be, it looked just like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man <laughs> from Ghostbusters. I, I was pretty, laughing pretty hard about that. Um, plus, he was one of the last kids that she did. You could tell that she was visibly melting in the chair because <laughs> it was getting hot out there. Um, so... It was uh, it was entertaining, and then Ezra he was having a philosophical debate about whether or not he was young too enough, young to enough to do the face paint, or if he was just a little bit too old. So I finally talked him into it, and he got the Olaf on him himself too. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a fun, it was a good birthday party, and the the the, the uh, Voldemort's of the family were not there. Okay, well that's so nice. That was that was actually that's why I stayed as long as I did, because had the Voldemort's showed up, I would have been like, peace out, I'm out later. You know, because I don't, I know that without you being there as the buffer, they'd come on and come talk to me and it's <laughs> just not going to happen. 
I'll end up saying something that they'll regret. Well, I'm glad you guys went. But uh, speaking of gender stereotypes, did you read the article I sent you about the doll with the Winky? No, I I saw the headline that people were freaking out about a doll that had a penis. (laughs) I was going to read it, hadn't had a chance to do so yet. It's Um, exactly what you think it is. This doll was anatomically correct with a penis and people freaked about it? Yep. Nice. Because heaven forbid was it because it dolls was, have genitals. Was it, asked, was it because it was a penis yeah. or was it because it was anatomically correct? Depends on who you ask. Okay. Most people were upset that it was anatomically correct in general. Okay. Um, which is its own kind of weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It frustrates me more when dolls have nothing down there. Well, those are the Mormon dolls. That have gone to like the second and third <laughs> the level. TK smoothies. Uh, those, yeah. <laughs> the second and third level of heaven. They don't get to go to the celestial kingdom because, you know, that's where all the fucking goes on. They're just down on the other two levels, so. Well, that's actually the best explanation I've ever heard for why dolls don't have genitals. <laughs> um, but then there's then there's a whole camp that's like, it. dolls should be girls kind of thing. Right. Because there's no boy babies. No boy ba- Yeah. Bo- men do not happen. As babies. They just emerge fully formed from the ether. That's right. And then we wrecked this place. That's, <laughs> why do you think why do you think we destroy everything? If we had no upbringing. We just all of a sudden were thrown in, you know, all of a sudden we're 21 years old. With That's where all the man children come from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... But actually, no, that's, that, that's the most accurate explanation <laughs> I've heard for that because it's the truth. You, you think about it, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it works. Man, children, it's because there's no childhood for men like that. It's just straight throw them into the world. But um, I, I, I shared it, and I, my, my question was, should... Because there were some people that were just upset that it was a boy doll. Okay. They didn't feel like you needed to gender, gender specify a doll. And I'm like, well, then how come they all wear pink? <laughs> yeah. Because that's that's just a different kind of gender I specification. Mean, I can understand if they're trying to go for like you know the androgynous thing, or like you know why do we if they're trying to play it from a perspective of we shouldn't have our kids adhere to these stereotypical gender associations from right. a young age. That's fine, but just to say that it's a girl because it's ooky to have a boy baby <laughs> is not acceptable in my mind. But and. Yes, if you're going for the androgynous, you know, it's not a boy, it's not a girl, you make it, you know, your make-believe play, you can Mm -hmm. assign whatever gender you want to the thing, right? Then don't make everything pink. (laughs) Well, and the fucked up thing about the pink color is, that it was off this video I watched and posted a day or two ago, Mm -hmm. um, pink used to be a boy color, and blue, which was considered a soft and Mm -hmm. basically pansy-ass color, was for girls. True. And that all switched in the, um, they said right around the 60s and 70s when the madmen of the world mm-hmm. got involved and realized that you could... As far as marketing goes, that's when well, it that's, changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. the marketing is what everybody follows. Mm-hmm. So you had the madmen of the world that changed the marketing landscape because they realized there was some Don Draper out there that had a brilliant fucking idea of, well, yes, we could sell one razor to both genders or we could sell the same res- razor in different colors to the separate genders, charge one a little bit more, and say how much smoother it's going to get their legs when they use it. Mm-hmm. And we can make lots and lots more money. And they have. They've raked it. There was shown the, the statistics from when that shifted mm-hmm. and what was going on. And then they were showing like commercials from for Legos back in the day mm-hmm. where it was just, you know, hey, look, this is a cool toy you can build shit with. And it had boys and girls building shit with it. Yep. And now you've got your Legos. 
And then your Lego friends, which are the girls' collection that have all the baking and the, let's own a restaurant. Oh, look, we can own a nail salon. Oh, look, blah, blah, blah. Smoothie station. A smoothie station because girls would never, ever want to build a car or go racing. You ain't seen some of the girls out at the racetrack then, have you guys? Because, damn. Or like Tempe, who was trying to convince me that we need to turn our little little car into a race, a race car. car. Yeah. She was telling me how it's it's already painted a good color and we can just put numbers on the side. <laughs> and, yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So what you're telling me is when we get her, her first car for her 16th birthday, or not that we're going to get it, but when she yeah. gets her first car, I should have you know, Papa paint some numbers on the side of it and some flames. Quite possibly. <laughs> she was already telling me because, of course, my dad tells her, you know, when you're 13, you can drive a race car. Mm-hmm. And she's like counting down the years already. <laughs> How many years till I'm 13? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she's already telling me she wants, there's a race car at the track that's pink and purple. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want the race car and I want it to be pink and purple. And I want it to, you know, like all this. It was hilarious. Yeah. The only caveat I have to getting her into racing is she can't be in the four-cylinder division because they're a bunch of whining, sniveling, <laughs> pussy-ass fucking people. <laughs> they raised hell the last race and almost got in a fight with your old man about it, and, and then they raised hell again last night because they, I, I don't know, it, just a bunch of whining, sniveling pussies. So, like, when he asked the uh, the, the street stocks to tear down yesterday, he's like, hey, we got to take you out. Let's look at this. And everybody's like, oh, okay, cool. And within, like, 30 seconds, these guys had their engines in the pieces yeah. and they needed to have them in there good to go. The week before that, asked them to check out the uh, four cylinders, but it's like a ninety dollar gasket kit, and I'm gonna have to do work and turn things, and <laughs> and I have to grab my wrenches, and oh my god, the engine block is hot, and wah wah wah. But then there's the one guy there. Uh, his parents must have just a shit ton of money because he's <laughs> racing, but not even his pit crew knows how to tear down an engine. <laughs> <laughs> they, that they, when he your dad tacked out the four cylinders that one week, he's like, "All right, I need you guys. I need you to pull the carburetor." And the, his first question was, "Where's that at?" And your dad's just kind of <laughs> looking at him. I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" And his pit crew didn't know it either. I'm like, "Okay, guys, really?" So well, that's the the truly um, bad part is yeah. that nobody else knew either. Like, I get it. It's, if the driver doesn't, young kid. and if he's a good driver, that's yes, that's fine. You don't necessarily have to know the parts of your car, but you got to have a good crew behind you. But he didn't. So, and literally, the one guy was trying to talk him out of doing it and disqualifying him, so he lost all of his points and all of the earnings he made yeah. for that night. Just for, so he didn't have to do it, but because he didn't know how. Yeah. So they ended up having there was some guy from another that was in the same race with him that was his competitor that offered to come over and help show him how to break down the four bolts. <laughs> one, two, three, four, that it takes to pull a carburetor off an intake manifold. And I'm just like, boy, your dad failed your ass if he's putting you in racing but not teaching any of this stuff. So luckily I know, with, you know our kids are going to get a full dose of that from all ends. Yep. So, yep. Oh, and for Ezra's birthday, we got him a uh, new bike, bike. And yeah. he, uh, I had to put a little panic in him at first, <laughs> although you gave it up according to him. I, I, I did. I was kept smiling. Having, you had, kept having to stick your head out in the garage so you wouldn't laugh. I did. But <laughs> what I did is... Because um, he kept looking at you like... Mm-hmm. Sh- he, like he couldn't decide if it was if it was real or fake. Like, yep. he was pretty sure it was fake, but he was like, on the off chance it's real, I better not, like, get in trouble. Yeah, better not laugh and yeah. piss dad off. Yeah. But what he wanted to do is there's a local BMX track here in town, and he wanted to take his bike and go ride on it. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll take you. And I told Jody that what I was going to do is I was going to pull his bike out and 
you just like this is pulled out and have them walk out and see it but i took it a step further and went in there i went in the house my dude where where'd you put your bike and he's like, oh, I put it in the shed like you told, you know, like you want me to. I'm like, okay, no, but seriously, where the fuck did, did you leave it in the park? Did you happen to forget about it? What's going on here, buddy? Because I said, it's not in the shed. He's like, no, I, I put it in the shed. I, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, I, I put it in the shed. I put it in the shed. And he was questioning himself at first. I'm like, it's not in the shed. So either you're lying to me and you're panicked that I'm going to, you know, blister your ass for losing your bike or not putting <laughs> it in the right place. Or somebody's been digging around in my shed and stole stuff, and if that's the case, I've got to call the cops. And I grab my phone, and at that point, that's when he was kind of like trying to like decipher. And he kept looking over to you to see if there's any tails. <laughs> and because, I, I was totally, I, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't look at him because I was just gonna <laughs> lose it. Yeah, so I, I, I kept, you know, thank God for those drama classes in yeah. high school. I, I'm like, get up off the couch right now. Come here, I'll show you what I'm talking about. And I run him out. I'm like, all right, move faster, damn it! I said, move your ass. And as he's walking out in the garage, I put it in such a spot that he could easily have walked past it and not notice it. Yep. Which he did at first. And then he happened to glance back to make sure I was following him. And then as he glanced back, he, he, in his peripheral vision, he saw the bike. And he about shat his pants right there. <laughs> so he's got a new 24-speed um, mountain bike. Oh, no, it's 24-inch, 18-speed. That's what it is. Mountain bike. Um, and he's all stoked about that. And I didn't know that he did, hadn't figured this out yet. But I showed him yesterday that you can pedal up a hill with a bike that has gears on it if you put it in the right gear. Yeah. He's ridden those bikes before, and he's got one at his mom's house. So my bad. I figured she or somebody over there would have showed him how to, you know, adjust the gears. But he was trying to huff, and finally he's up and starts trying to walk it up the hill. I'm like, no, 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 you get your ass back down here. So I show him how to dial it all the way down to the lowest front gear and then all the way into one on the on the back end. But like, now try pedaling up that hill. <laughs> I was like watching a cartoon because we were a good 15, 20 feet from the hill. Mm-hmm. So his little legs are hauling ass <laughs> and the bike's barely crawling. And but then he hits the hill and he realizes that he's going up a hill, but it's not nearly as hard as it should be because he's in that lower mm-hmm. gear. And then I explained to him, once you do that, at the top, you shift again and you're good to go. And he's like, oh, wow, that's pretty easy. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty neat. Um, what else? I don't know. There's just been a lot going on. Oh. Uh, next week we are um, officially. I've actually discussed it with you. Uh, we're switching to the new schedule of two. Every, we're recording two episodes at once. Yes. So that we don't have to do stuff like this where we come scrambling out here to the uh, to the portable recorder and do these kinds of things. And also on the fifteenth again, I just want to announce again, we are going to have a, an old friend from high school, Sarah, come. And she'll be a guest, and she'll be talking about her parenting experience and things that she's done. Um, And then I've also got a couple other people I'm in the works with, or I should say I've got one other person I'm in the works with to do um, his show, you know, Tales from the Hard Side of Izzy Rock. And then he's going to guest on ours. And then I've got a couple other people that I am potentially wanting to actually go uh, run the idea past to be a guest on our show as well, too. Um... So, yeah, I, other than that, I mean, we've, you know, things have been good. Life's been good. Um, we're not rich yet, but we're getting there. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> we've got your license stuff taken care of. I know. Well, no, I'm just saying the whole reason for all of this craziness and the fiasco with the recording ske- schedules and the overall schedule and everything else, a lot of it has to do with the fact that you work crazy hours at this new job yep. and we have to adjust and, and like today you had to work on a Sunday from noon to five, which is just a oh, weird time to I'm do it. Oh, and I'm working next Saturday. Okay, that's going to present a problem. Oh, why? 
Oh, wait, not next Saturday. No, next Saturday is fine. Okay, I was thinking, never mind. We're clear there. Yeah. At uh, what time? 12 to 5 again. Okay. Same thing. Gotcha. Okay. Well, it won't make my relaxing day quite as relaxing as I want it to be, but that's Sorry. okay. All right. Um, I got huge, huge, huge brownie points for being there today mm-hmm. and doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So I just went ahead and rode that train right on to next weekend as well. Okay. So that's why. Just don't schedule anything for the for 16th. For the following weekend, I know. Because um, that's a race weekend. We have uh, the kids. Well, you have J- them. I have the little, the my sister's kids yep. for the evening and they're staying the night and yep. then. And I have the race I'm going to be doing security yep. at. And, and then and Sunday is something. No, I think that Sunday's clear. Oh, okay. That weekend. It's just next Sunday is yep. Azzy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, I need your assistance this week. Um, we got to find a cake. Because okay. I'll make it work. Yeah, Safeway didn't have anything you liked. Well, no, they didn't have a Star Trek cake at all. Okay. So either we have to find a place that has one, or we're gonna have to go to Safeway I'll, and I'll get them to custom design, um, and see what we can find out there. And I also need to come. I gotta make that. I gotta make an order off Amazon for this too. Okay. I'm ordering a couple of the cheap, those cheap throwaway like four dollar laser pointers. I found some that are on the Prime, so there's no shipping charges to them. But that way, we can, I'm going to have a uh, quote-unquote phaser game okay. where they have to use their phasers to stun the enemy kind of a thing. Okay. You know, or, or in this case, set phasers to fun. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Didn't you get that from a Family Guy episode? It was prob- No, I think it was actually um, It's something that uh, George Takei. Takei? 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 Takei. Takei. Every once in a while, when he posts something about Star Trek, he'll he'll say "set phasers to fun" gotcha. on his little post and he puts. Are out you there. sure? I think it's from that Family Guy episode it, with it could Star be. Trek. It could be. I don't know. I've just heard it before. I know for sure that I've heard it on the Facebook page for Decay. So he's so funny. Yeah. Oh my. He's just hilarious. Yep. So otherwise, I'm. I think I'm all out of. I don't have my phone out here with me, so I don't have. I did have. A, wait, no, I do have my oh, phone. I wanted to hear. I, I, I never heard any feedback about our little s- musical number. No one said anything oh, about okay. it yet. So I've been waiting for some feedback too. I was still, thinking about doing another one. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. and and I've got one that we can work on too. Um. So. But yes, I mean, we haven't heard that it was horrible, so I'm guessing, I'm kind of taking it as a no news is good news at this point. <laughs> if we didn't have anybody tell us to fucking stop, then we're probably somewhat okay there. So, um, let me see if there's anything that was time sensitive for today. I think your mom's scaring my sister. Why is that? <laughs> she, she posted on... Hold the door. About some... Hold the door birthday party and how she could have gotten hugs and kisses from uh, her and your dad uh, and and no she's being really nice about it she's just like yeah. and um my sister was just like oh that's cute you know family's family yeah. and talking about how much Hold door. loved Hold door. oh that's cool and i just said both their names because i'm awesome yeah i will let's see here what's the time frame on that one I there don't know. let me look at the thing above her it is all right, I know the timestamp now, so I can edit that out. Yahoo. Um, Yahoo. Oh, yes. No, I have to bring this up. So okay. the girl that I did the interview with, that once I get permission to yeah. release her name, and there, once you guys hear the interview, you'll understand why she's kind of not necessarily wanting to have her name out there in the ether um, just because of some stuff that she went through with a previous relationship. But 
she was uh, she's was over for uh, Tempe's birthday party, and I must say I am quite proud of my son, youngest son Trent. He is determined or has or figured out that as a toddler, you can grab boob all day long, and it's cute, <laughs> and you won't get in trouble for it. Yes, and he's taking full advantage of it. Um, he told me this morning he likes big boobies. Yeah, which I'm sure is why he went after her. <laughs> so. Um, he, but yeah, he went right up and just did two handfuls of boob and kind of like <laughs> snuffled right up into it at the birthday party. And Karen just looked at me and like, that's my boy. <laughs> if I could get away with walking around grabbing random girls' boobs, I'd do it too. <laughs> so, and he thought it was hysterical. And she was laughing about it too because she knows him. But it was just, I was. I just thought the funny comment was um, something about. Something about dating Ezra when he gets old well, enough. Oh yeah, I kept, I kept. No, oh. we've been given Ezra crap because he thinks Karen's cute. Yeah, he likes. Oh, thanks. You did drop her name. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm distracted. Oh, I gotta. So two minutes past the last one there. Damn it. <laughs> um, I might just talk to her tomorrow and say, "Hey, look, can I do this?" <laughs> yeah, you might have to do that. So, anyway, so. Anyways, yeah. So uh, we we give Ezra a bunch of crap about you know, hey, it's your future girlfriend, you know, be nice to her, and or you know. We would just give him, you know, a bunch of crap about it, and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, and I always give her crap too. I'm like, yep, you've only got, you know, eight more years, and then he can be all yours. And then she turns around, and looks at me, goes, yeah, you know, I might hold out for that one. And she points at Trent. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, the context might, you know, it, it was not meant to be dirty in any way, shape, or form. It was just funny. It, yeah. She finds, you know, she was just being. She was claiming being, dibs. Yeah, claiming dibs on Trent. Like, hey, look. <laughs> so, and he was claiming dibs himself too. Yeah, obviously. exactly. So he, he's quite enamored. He is. We'll call the last guy. Uh, what's a good name for this for him? So we don't. <laughs> we have to come up with something. So. Oh. We'll say we'll like call him Bob. 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 <laughs> okay. Bob's a good name when you want to make fun of somebody. So what the hell brought you and Bob together? Besides the fact that he was glistening in the gym, I mean, you were just fresh out of a uh, divorce. Oh, it wasn't fresh out of a divorce. Fresh enough. I had just decided to start the proceedings. Okay, so you were a little premature. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys always hate on you women always hate on guys for being premature. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because you had you had you had already made the decision to leave the relationship. Hadn't necessarily fully informed him yet, but you were starting the process, and then you fell into. Uh, yeah, because then the, uh, your your ex ex, your ex before that ass ex, try call him. Call him. We'll, just, we'll refer to him as Prince since he seems to be so infatuated with him. So Prince kept trying to uh, contact me to see if I could talk some sense into you. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that the only sense I wanted to get into anybody was the sense I wanted to beat into him for what went on between you two. So. But yeah, so you, you meet him in a gym, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go. Let me, you know, so, well, I'm trying <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> but was LA Fitness? Yes. <laughs> what caused you to go after somebody in LA? I mean, I, I seriously, I don't... It Was it just purely physical? Because I'm still... I didn't go after him, he came after me, and I think that was... Why you kind of... Part of the... Yeah. Uh, because emotion, emotionally, you were kind of... Well, I had Prince, who didn't try 
didn't do anything, you know, didn't work. Mm-hmm. I paid for everything. Never even tried, yeah, he never even tried to help. I mean, he told me that last time that I talked to him, but, you know, I didn't give off the air of needing to be looked after. It's not needing to be looked after, it's needing somebody to pull their own weight well, in the relationship. Be an equitable part of the yeah. relationship, yeah, yeah. But you had wanted to, you had either wanted to or you'd toss around the ideas of having kids with him. We had discussed it, yeah. Yeah. How, uh... So we had I, actually started trying. Thankfully, that didn't work out. Yeah, that would have been bad. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it's kind of hard for him to do anything from where he's at now, but... So, obviously, you want kids, then. You're not, a, you're not, a, or not, may not want. Um, no, I do. I okay. want kids. So you're not against it, so that's good. But then, so you met Bob at the. Uh, at I'm the, gonna forget that name. I can edit it out if I have to. If you accidentally <laughs> say the wrong name, but um, see that Bob at LA Fitness, he's you're saying he pursued you. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any like you twirling your hair when you saw him because of his physical physique, where he's all muscly. After he showed the initial interest, uh-huh, yes. Are you sure? You didn't start like doing your little female pheromone thing, right? <laughs> not intentionally. <laughs> not intentionally. That's what I'm saying, but biologically, you probably kicked it and started. But anyway, so the reason, only reason why we're talking about this is because you started dating somebody with kids, and it's a perspective thing for me. I didn't initially know he had children. No, but there's a, there's a unique perspective you get when you're with somebody, dating or otherwise, who has their own children that are not yours, mm-hmm. that bring in all sorts of weird parenting-type aspects. Right? Mm-hmm. I know this firsthand from my previous relationship before Jody with the three because my ex had her three kids and it's just a it's a, it's a weird situation to be in because punishments or not even punishment but not, I don't want to say punishment yeah punishment there's definite lines you have to set or, or points of you know here are the rules here's the ground rules for what you have to do so you didn't know he had kids when you first met him he kept that part secret yes for how long Probably been hanging out for a couple months before he told me. Hanging out or just like hanging out? <laughs> both. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, alright. So, who decided to like, what made you decide to finally say, okay, you know what, he's the one for me and I'm gonna jump into this, kids or not? So, obviously, you were, you, the kids didn't scare you away, so that's a plus, because a lot of people go, fuck that noise and they get the hell out of there. <laughs> Um, Which I, I I can actually see both sides of the coin. It's 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 rough, you know. I give Jody accolades every day for the fact that she took me with my, but you know, my oldest son and the pets the next that I have. So. More salsa. Yes, please. Okay. So we have, and, and Bob has two confirmed kids. Yes. Possibly more that are not. He said no, he had no. a lot of kids, so. <laughs> and that didn't make he run scared either. Okay. No, that was after we broke up. Oh, I, oh, so you didn't know about the other ones until afterwards. Well, there was that okay. whole issue with the child support paperwork showing up for well, for one. That, that's, that's jumping way ahead in this whole thing. So, yeah. From your perspective, what kind of a father was he? I mean, does he qualify for like bad parent of the year, generation, millennium? You know. <laughs> <laughs> When or just not very good. <laughs> when they were around, thank you. 
he was. Any more chips or just salsa? Just the salsa, okay. please. Thank you. You're welcome. He was good with them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it felt more like perhaps a big brother kind of a relationship than a Disneyland father dad. figure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of a. I don't get to see you very often, so I'm going to do all this fun shit with you and make mommy look like a complete little. Yeah. Suck ass. There were a lot of instances where he'd want to play video games and play with the oldest kid with the youngest one sitting there begging to play but he didn't want to give up controllers thank you and he wasn't really focused on them while that was happening more trying to beat the game and yeah I I know the type I've met a few of those so his girls were elementary school age or yes I think the oldest one was I don't seven. We don't have to have exact. We don't have that exact name. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, did he, were there any ever, ever any ground rules discussed with you as far as what you could and couldn't do as far as disciplinary stuff goes? Or I brought it up after he continued to leave them with me. Okay, so that's kind of what I was getting to there. Is that when you first got together, you found out he had kids. Yeah, yeah. Nothing was good there, or nothing was done there. But then he started having you watch them more and more. And Mm-hmm. But he never actually laid out any groundwork for you as far as what he expected or didn't expect for you to be able to do as far as taking care of him. Not even like at a babysitter level, at the very least, like, hey, look, you know, call me if you have a problem or something like that. None, none of that. Just dump him and go. No, he wouldn't have picked up the phone if I called him anyway. So, so you actually, as the, you had to step in and say, hey, look, what am I allowed to do or how did you approach that? Yeah, after the first couple times that we had them over for the weekend and he would take off and go to work which I was thankful he had a job but you know if, no. we're, gonna, if we're gonna have them don't go into work um well and the reason you say that is not to say not to go not to have a job because he mm-hmm. spent so little time with them anyways that he should have tried to schedule that time that he had them off so that he could spend that time with them and be a well when they would come over on I could understand you know he, he worked six days a week mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday So if we got them Friday night, I could understand him being gone on Saturday, Mm -hmm. but he worked long days, typically 12 hours. But when he would go in on Sunday, that was frustrating because I knew he wasn't scheduled to be in there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I had no problem being with him, but we'd be cooped up in the apartment because he, even though work was right up the street, he would take my car. And, you know, you keep two small children in a tiny apartment, then, you know, they're going to go a little stir-crazy, and time out only goes so far. Pretty soon, you start hitting the liquor bottle, and it all goes to hell from there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I get it. I remember because with my ex and I, we actually had a fairly decently defined plan as far as how to discipline go, how to this go, how did that go, but she never, the, the, the frustrating part for me was she never adhered to it. Like, here's, here are the agreed upon parameters. You can, dis- if you're watching them, you can discipline them if you need to, etc., etc. But then I would do it. Well, no, you can't do that. You're doing it wrong. Or she didn't like the way I was disciplining him, or I was too harsh in my, in my you know, if, they, if I if was too harsh in my punishments or whatnot, and so on and so forth. So she'd always 
undermine me after it was said none, but she would never do it in private. It was always in front of the kids, which made him have that much harder, a harder time respecting me when I was trying to actually gain control of the situation. And then we, her and I ended up having Ezra together, so we actually had one that biologically was mine with the other ones that weren't, and so that created a whole weird mixture to it. But no, I, it's, it's tough, because you don't have any control, so to speak, because there's nothing you can do. And, they, and once the kid gets wind of that, they have the upper hand in the situation from then on. Yes. <laughs> well, I think part of the problem was that he didn't want to take any heat from his the, ex yeah. for either him displaying them or me doing it. Well, I think especially for me doing it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't communicate the reason, well enough. Yeah. But that was to, all the more reason why he should have stayed home with them or scheduled it so that he was home in their home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you remove the Bob factor from the situation, could you see yourself having been able to be a stepmom to those kids? Did you love them and whatnot? Absolutely. Yeah. So you got attached. And then... I have to ask, was it ever, was thing, were things ever actually really good? Or was it always kind of off in the beginning and you just put up with it because it was better than you had? It was always kind of off. I don't know that I can even consider it better than what I had in some instances. But it was... The place I was in emotionally at yeah. the start, I had convinced myself that it was still more of a comfort than being alone. Mm-hmm. So I remember that. Yeah, we had many talks about that. Yeah. So with the kids, what, did he ever? Did you guys ever actually go out and do activities as a quote unquote family? I mean, you and him together and do stuff. Yep, yeah, we um, took him swimming a couple times. We would go to the park. Um, went camping. Yeah. And who ended up footing the bill for most of that? Oh, I did. <laughs> you can pretty much say all of it. Yeah. So looking back on it, do you ever think that maybe he took advantage of the situation? Absolutely. Yeah, because here's somebody that's willing to love his kids more than he can, mm-hmm. even. And. But I let it happen because I did love them. Yeah, yeah. I, that I fully understand. There's a, the relationship that I was in with my ex wife probably went on for a full year, year and a half longer than it would have had it not been for me trying to salvage things because of the kids. Because I didn't want they had just, they had already been through a broken marriage once and it and it was ended really poorly. So it was really scarring to them and I didn't want to be a, the reason for that to happen again. And so because of my love for the kids I tried to stick it out longer than I probably should have, which may or may not have done more damage, I don't know. But I did what I thought was best at the time for their kids, which may not have been the best because of the fact that there was so much tension and animosity at the house that it could have actually been a little more detrimental. Who knows? You know? Yeah. But you had, so it's just one of those things that's hard to gauge because you don't, you know, especially when you have somebody you love like that, you don't want to, like, I guess the best word for it is fail them. Do like you fail the children? And yet, here you are feeling like a failure when it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah. But so his his kids were with his ex, and he was not a very good dad. He was he was a fun dad, but he wasn't a good dad. Like he didn't do the dad normal dad duties as, as far as being there when they needed him all the time. Right. You know, if they tried to call on him when they weren't together, would he pick up the phone and answer? Or would he kind of ignore it, or would that ever even happen? 
to my knowledge, it didn't happen. Um, oh. And I kept asking him why he didn't call them. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't even tried because he just assumed his ex wouldn't allow it. Yeah. See, I, and personally, as somebody who's come, who's got a kid that's, you know, split between two homes, I couldn't imagine not doing that. In fact, there's times where he'll, Ezra will, because normally Ezra will just call when he's got some, you know, time in the night right before he goes to bed. And there's nights where he'll forget to call, and so I'll, I'll shoot her a text, say, hey, look, what's going on here? Is he going to talk tonight, or what's up? And, because I, I don't, I, when he's not around, it's like a piece of me is missing, you know? I don't get how, how dads can be absentee father. Well, they're not really dads. I guess I don't get how people can be absentee sperm donors. I just, I've never been able to fathom that in my mind. That's a, I made this thing, so I'm responsible for it. Um, and I say it, that sounds harsh the way I say it, but it's the, it's the God's honest truth. It's something that you created. You should actually, you know, try not to fuck it over. That would be helpful. So, just keep... What else is happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, but seriously, I have to ask because, you know, with the kid baggage and everything else and all that, it was just you, your emotional state at the time made you think that was the best you were ever going to get, or did it become more about the kids pretty quickly, or, you know, what was the overall? Because you guys, you stuck in there for a lot longer than I told you, than anybody said you should have, myself included. Um, I mean, it, initially, I mean, I fell for the kids very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, loved having them around. We did. They were have adorable. Them pretty, I saw a few pictures. They're they're pretty cute kids. <laughs> we did have them pretty consistently for a while, and then because child support wasn't being paid, visits became much more sporadic. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, we'd fight, and on more than one occasion, he told me that I'd never see or speak to the children again so because he, I'd never see or speak to him again. And so he started using them as a as a crutch against you in a fight. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's something that pisses me off more, to, more than almost anything else is when parents use their kids as a bargaining chip or a tool to win an argument, whether it be with a new new person. Or their ex, or whatever. That's the kid's not a pawn in some twisted fucking chess game. It's it's just not what they're for. It's I mean it. it I don't. That doesn't make a lot of. It, it just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 may have already fucked up your life, but it's not your job to fuck up theirs. Yeah, so many so many people do it so well. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. So was there any closure with the kids when he left, or was it just you guys nope. split and that was that? And that was that. That's yeah. I'm sure that felt good for them. So, uh, what a nightmare. Yeah. And I mean, if assuming he was telling me the truth that you know his ex, even though I never met her, which is a completely separate issue. Uh-huh. Um. Even though he said that, you know, she didn't have any problem with me because they liked me. It's just... I don't know. 
lot of weird circumstances around it or what? Yeah. I don't know. I think now, like, I don't know that I'd want the opportunity for any sort of closure because it's... Well, yeah, it's, it's, way yeah. Too, it's way past that point now. And in fact, and I kept it, trying it, to convince would, myself that that was... It would reopen that yeah. old wound. Well, and I did that enough just with the number of times that we, you know, broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together, and, you uh -huh. know, go. Uh -huh. We went nearly a year without seeing them and then got to see them because I took them school shopping. But... So it was almost a full year that you guys didn't see in there for a while? Yep. I didn't remember. I don't remember. She I got sick of child support not being paid, so. Huh. I don't. Oh, I guess I do remember you talking about that. Yeah, okay. So. Now, was he not paying because he wasn't taking care of. He didn't have a job or because she didn't. He was unemployed. Unemployed. Thank you. You're welcome. So he wasn't pulling any money and also he had no means of paying it at the time. Right. And she used it, once again, she used the chip kids as another bargaining chip. To try to get, get, now, granted, his unemployment was more of his own doing that yes. was a lack of, you know, ability to work. He just didn't do it. He'd get a job and then get fired and then get a job and get fired because he wouldn't show up. Yeah. Or he'd show up really, really late. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been split for what, a year now? Mm, we split it end of November, beginning of December. Is that fresh? Yeah. Oh. So would you say he's the quintessential personification of just about everything that's wrong with parents in America? I mean, <laughs> Pretty honest, damn close, yeah. yeah. You gotta be honest about it. I mean, there's no... I didn't like the guy from. I don't know how early on did I tell you to run. I was it was pretty soon, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the big the big teller for me was the fact that he was a shithead dad. So that's that speaks volumes about a person. But you were under see he had you under his little voodoo spell because you kept telling me that he was telling you that the reason that he wasn't out there for his kids as much was because she was the ex was being a bitch. So this manipulate this guy was the king of manipulation. He yes. Was, Manipulating you, manipulating the situation, manipulating the kids to his advantage when he could. And I believe I tried telling you all that. I'm like, hey, hello. Yep. Yeah. So, you live and you learn, though. Now, did his kids seem fairly okay? You know, they were surprisingly well adjusted. Yeah. Especially with mom being a stripper. <laughs> 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 Not. Did I find anything wrong with a stripper profession? If a woman wants to do that, fine, whatever. It's her body. But well, and he lied about everything, so he may have lied about that, too. Could be. Yeah. I didn't ever meet her, so... That's true. Yeah, you never know. So they're both girls, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. You showed me pictures, so that was... Oh... People screwing up their kids. It's fantastic. So was, were there any qualities to Bob that 
maybe showed that he could possibly be a good dad besides the fact that he was fun with the kids or was he pretty much just a lost cause? Well, I mean, when he would actually engage with them and even though, you know, we may have been doing fun stuff that wouldn't have necessarily happened day in and day out had we had them more often. Uh You know, it... Um, there were times where I'd look at him and be like, you know, you are you are good at this. You know, he would tell me stories about when you know he and his ex were actually trying to make it work. Yeah. You know, when he wasn't working to provide for all of them because she didn't work at the time, then you know he was the best dad he could be. But again, that's him telling stories so well, yeah that but it also brings in it kind of brings into a question um i kind of find it i am thank you to me it almost seems generational um the whole if you don't if you don't learn from your history you're doomed to repeat it kind of a thing how was his dad any type of a dad or no he didn't even meet his dad till he was 18 yeah and his mom had died so yeah, so who raised him? The wolves, or...? His mom and his stepdad was around for part of that, but he was not a decent father figure. In the realms of just didn't care about kids, or was he, like, abusive, or...? Abusive. Abusive? Yeah. Yeah, so you... You see it in, like, the teen mom stuff and everything else, all the generational, you know, abuse, or... I'm almost pregnant at 14. I am too. What's wrong with that? There's so many things are wrong with that, honey. Anyway, come on. <laughs> but they just keep that perpetuation of horrible fucking parenting. And like with me, my father wasn't perfect. My mom wasn't perfect. And there's certain things they did that I didn't appreciate. Uh, looking back on it from an adult perspective, so I don't do it with my kids. Now, is it anything drastic? No. It's just I don't agree with some of their they're more conservative and so they're some of their beliefs and so there are certain things that we did as children that didn't hurt me at all but I just won't do it with my kids because I don't it's just not philosophies that I agree with but they're excellent parents and they were there for thick and thin through everything that I needed and if anything my dad was a perfect example of what you do when you have a family you need to have three jobs you have three jobs you gotta do this you do this if it means you don't eat so your wife and kids can you don't eat so your wife and kids can you know, shit like that. So many Are you people. now sweet today, amigos? No. We're no, good. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. 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 Experience. I wasn't exactly the most popular kid. Yada 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 yada. Um, trying to remember this particular. One. Yeah, I was on the bus and a kid smacked me upside the head on his way off the bus. And I had been having problems off and on with this kind of kid all year long. And uh, I had had a headache from that day because it had been a hot day. I forgot my water bottle, so I was a little bit dehydrated. So I had this migraine thing going on. He backhands me just upside the head hard. I saw stars. It was pretty. It was pretty hard hit. And so I got off the next stop, or my stop, and went in the house, and I was all pissed off, kind of huffed in, threw my bag down, and was stomped off to my room. My dad's like, come here. He calls me out there, and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing, I'm just pissed. And he's like, why? I'm like, I'm just pissed. 
and he's like, what happened? So I explained to him that this kid whacked me on the head on the way out of the bus, and I didn't have any problems with him, but I didn't want to have an altercation with him, because whenever I'd try to stand up to him, all of a sudden, like, seven of his friends would appear, he was too much of a pussy to do it himself. Um, Dad was pissed. So he drags my out, and he, he was like, where does this kid live? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to take you. I didn't want you know, I being a 15-year-old kid, you don't want your dad to come blazing in somewhere. You kind of do, but you kind of don't, because it's going to be embarrassing <laughs> as fuck. Um, but, so we hop in the car, and I never knew you could do this, but it turns out on a front-wheel drive car, you can make it peel out in reverse. He was that pissed off. He was backing <laughs> up, and he got the tires to spin. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Yeah. Um, so I showed him where the bus stop was at, and we ended up seeing a group of kids playing basketball. This kid was one of them. It's my dad. It was on, it was on one of those flag lots where you drive down the driveway, and it's behind another house, and there's another house back there, and they had a basketball hoop set up, and they're all shooting hoops. We go rolling down there. He pulls right in the middle of this game. Right, like, the kid takes a jump shot, and boom, dad's right there in the middle of the car. Puts the car right in the middle of it, throws it in the park, gets out, and just looks at all the kids. He's like, which one of you is so-and-so? Right, and then one kid's like, and at first nobody's talking, and my dad's like, God damn it, I think you heard me speak, didn't you? Which one of these fucking so-and-so? And the one kid like raises his hand, he's like, so you think you can put your hands on my kid, huh? All right, and then my dad shuts the door, starts walking over towards him, and his friends start kind of to close in on my dad. My dad looks around at all of them and goes, and, you guys, and one of you guys feeling froggy, go ahead and jump, because I'll, I'll take all you fuckers on, and I'll still come out on top. And uh, I'm talking to an ex-military man here. And so he talks to the kid, he's like, what's your last name? And the kid gives him his last name, he's like, is your father so-and-so? He goes, yeah. He's like, oh, that makes sense. I knew your dad in high school, and he was a little bitch, just like you. <laughs> and I'm I'm in the passenger seat of this car, just like shrinking down. I'm, I knew I was probably a purple, I was so embarrassed. But at the same time, I was laughing my ass off, because my dad is just roasting these kids left and right. And finally he tells the kid, tell you what, you ever put your hands on my son again? you're going to have some hell to pay and I don't, you know, if your father has a fucking problem with it here he wrote down his name his address his fucking phone number he's like give this to him he can talk to me if he has the nuts to do so but much like you I don't think he will I think he'll bitch out he gets back in the car and tore ass out of there then the next day the kid uh, confronts me in, school, in the high school he's like you think your father fight all your fights for you I'm like actually dude didn't want that one at all. Didn't, didn't even, not even a little bit. I tried to stop him. I'm like, but see, the difference is, my dad loves me. What about you? How does your father feel about you? And you, you, like, literally, it was like I had put I, the pain. I felt, I saw pain in his face. It just like it hurt him, right? And I felt like it. I, it immediately made me feel like a dick for saying it because it's like all of a sudden, like even like tears kind of welled up a little bit in his eyes. I'm like, oh damn, I, I, I figured it out. I, I caught the root of the problem. And I was like, so. Like, look, I don't want to have any problems with you. Leave me the fuck alone. I'll leave you the fuck alone. However, you pull this again, let's do it without your friends, and we'll see who comes out on top. And he never did. He never touched me the rest of the year. He was and he was a he was a uh, senior that year graduating, and I was a sophomore, so that, after that he left. But, yeah, and that was the... That was one of, like, three incidents where my dad stepped in and embarrassed the living fuck out of me. And at the time, I was really upset with him for it because... Like dad, dude, seriously, this is you know, you're ruining my high school life, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm my rep, man. You're ruining my rep. And it's, I think there's that line from that Fresh Prince song. You know, parents just don't understand. You're only 16. You don't have a rep yet. <laughs> That's very true. But at the time, you don't you don't feel like that. It's really embarrassed the hell out of me. But it, it it was one of those things that you know, my dad knew that guy in school and knew that his dad was a piece of work and had similar problems with him. And then this kid's doing the same thing, and so it's just kind of, you can see how it breeds upon breeds upon breeds, if there's nothing there, to, if either somebody's not strong enough to, to see it for themselves and break it, and or 
somebody steps in and helps them break that pattern of violence or abuse or whatever the case may be, then they just keep perpetuating down the line. So it, does, it makes sense that you have somebody that had an absentee father with an abusive stepfather and obviously a mom that didn't step in and try to and I don't know her, so I can't really judge her, but it sounds like either. it sounds like she didn't step in and, and stop the abuse, or maybe she tried to and just got abused herself, which is then even I, that I much that more fucked issue. up for that poor kid, because now you're watching your mom get thumped on by some asshole that you can't do anything about, you know, so it makes you feel powerless. Well, and she was sick for a lot of that mm-hmm. time, so even though he may have been but, a shitty husband and father figure, mm-hmm. he was taking care of that aspect. Yeah, but it doesn't give any excuse to, you know, beat on people or or um, uh, I'd pull any of that crap, you know? So it's... Uh, yeah, but I mean, so that also kind of explains some of the manipulation as well, too, because I find that people who lose control in a certain situation or a certain part of their life that want to gain control elsewhere will tend to learn how to manipulate situations so they can have that control. So he found you. You were in an emotionally vulnerable state. And I don't say this to be needy or anything like that, but just it's the truth. You were were in an emotionally vulnerable state, but you're also a very loving, nurturing, caring person. Um, He probably picked up on that, tested the waters, had some fun while doing it. Obviously, you did too. Um, (laughs) And then kids came along, and all of a sudden, you're you're taking care of his kids. Oh, this is pretty convenient. And then it just kind of snowballs from there. And, you know, maybe he had the intentions of trying to, if I make it right with her, then I can be a good dad and yada, 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 but it never actually parlayed into that. So, and then you got the worst end, well, not the worst end, the second to worst end of the deal, because you got beat around, you got attached to these children, then got ripped from your life. And that's painful as somebody, you know, somebody who's gone through it myself. And you, you get emotionally involved and you love this child or children like they're your own. And then somebody else, because legally they have the power to do something, you don't, yanks them away from you and forever to be never seen again. Yeah. That hurts. It does. Yeah. So. But even with all of that, I'm completely not against. Doing it again. Putting myself in that situation again. That's good. I'm, I'm glad I didn't sorry on that because, you know, that was my biggest fear was when I split with my ex was after I had gotten through all the BS of, all right, well, obviously... Oh, look at the old guy. Sorry, we're getting side-railed here, but he, he didn't have that piece of wood with him last time, did he? No, he didn't. He just went down to the lumber store and grabbed himself a piece of wood and put it on his little wheelchair and went to town. It's awesome. But, so, where was I with that? Oh, yeah, I took care of the emotional bullshit for myself, for the most part. It wasn't completely, trust me, it doesn't. you don't just snap your fingers and it's gone. But I got to the point where I was, like, ready to kind of start testing the waters again. It's like, oh, God, now I'm that guy with a kid. You know, I'm, I'm the guy that's got the baggage. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to find somebody. And I did, but I didn't think I was going to. But you so. were also really careful about not introducing mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. that you saw. No. There was a definite time frame. And I had some fucking psychos. Uh, that one girl I met, she lived up in Vancouver. As far as her, she had a job. She was living on her own. She was paying her rent and then some because she had a good job. She was... Uh, uh, finance manager at a car dealership. So she made decent money. All that stuff. But she was one of those, like, I don't know if she could call her a needy or what you'd say, but we went on this one, we went one date, one date only. 
Meadow Sherry's with this. Like I say, you know, I always, I always chose a safe zone, somewhere away from my house. You're not really know where I'm living, so I'm not gonna have that crazy stalker shit going on. <laughs> um, at most, we get the license plate for my car, but even that'll take you some time to figure it out. And so I, I was always very upfront. Hey, look, recent divorce, have a kid, walk into some shit. I'm not perfect. Yada yada. I almost would go out, go out running like all my bad stuff. Here's all the bad shit, and see what they would do. <laughs> Because that would kind of let me know whether or not there was any type of possibility of, you know, going on. But she's like, yeah, it's cool that you have a kid. I've always wanted kids and blah, blah, blah. And as we're wrapping the date up and I'm getting ready home, she's like, so can we get together tomorrow and I can meet Ezra? And I'm like, what? She's like, well, I think we could like, you know, and she had good ideas. Like, she wanted to go out there was like a Clark County Fair or something before on there. She's like, we could go to the fair and we could, and it was all fun stuff. I'm like, this is only our, like, we've only known each other for like all of two and a half hours as of right now. You want to meet my kid already? No, it's not going to happen. And she was offended. Like, what, you think I'm not good enough? Like, I don't know. I don't know if you're good enough. <laughs> I, I don't know you. It's been two and a half hours. So, yeah, that was it. So, Hold you obviously didn't dump the kids on you right at first. Do you, do you think that he was trying to protect them, or was it just he was scared that you would cut and run? Or both? Oh, it's, 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 as soon as I found out about his kids, they were over the next weekend. Well, I understand but... that, but he took a while to introduce it to him, right? I mean, it... it when, from the time you guys started hanging out, how quickly did you find out about it? And you may have already answered that. If you did, I already forgot. So. <laughs> it, it was a month or two, mm -hmm. but he, I mean, he was already living with me at that point. Yeah. And he wasn't seeing his children. Yeah. So it was, as soon as he told me about them, then it became a discussion of, oh, well, I can have them if we have a place for them to to be, mm -hmm. can they come over? Yeah. So, and I do believe I ended up playing babysitter that very first time, so. Yeah. But do you think that that, that delay between you guys met, you started dating, he moved in, to when you saw the kids the first time or found out about them, was that intentional? Or did he, like, because he thought you meant run away? the relationship or was it intentional because he was trying to protect the kids I don't I don't think it had anything to do with him protecting the children yeah I, I was saying I don't I, I didn't read that from it either I thought it was more like you know I've got a really good thing going here she's paying my rent she's paying my food she's doing me all this stuff you know <laughs> don't want to fuck it up kind of thing so so I, obviously it wasn't from a follower perspective that is my point it doesn't seem like no. it, okay yeah that's good we're gonna have to cut it there for today though I love that bitch well, he's just enamored in general with girls. I mean, there's been times we're out shopping and he just like stops and follows. Yep. And watches. And, and he does. has a boob fetish. Yeah. I uh, mean, I get it, but. I don't blame him at all for having it, but it's it's been pretty epic. So, the, oh, my phone just rebooted. That was fantastic. Ooh. Yeah, tell me about it. So, yeah, we have that. Um, otherwise, no, the rest of this is not time-sensitive, so we can definitely use it to build up the two episodes for next week. Um, yep, that one was taken care There's of. There's a streetlight that's blinking. Uh-oh, Croc's still blinking. Where's it at? It's, it's oh, that, that one. one? Actually, it goes no, on it, and off. Well, you know, and if they happen to... See? Oh, yeah. It, it I, I would normally I would on. normally report something like that to the local utility to have them come fix it. Yeah. But my hope is that it eventually burns out. Because you don't like it. Because I don't like it. Because it's a light that shines in my bedroom when I'm trying to sleep at night. So. Yeah, except I would I would be fine if it would just stay off, but it keeps going on. Yeah, on. that's what happens. It's either the photo sensor's on out or the uh, the um 
bulb itself is burning out. Well, let's so. just hope it dies. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have anything else, babe. Do you? I'm wiped. Yeah, you look like you're pretty much you're 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 KO'd. You're tapped. So, this has been yet another episode of Bad Parenting Podcast. I want to uh, thank you for listening, and um, you can find us online at all the usual spots. We are available on the Facey Spaces. Uh, if you just search for us at Gra- uh, Bad Parenting Podcast, um, you can email us at grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Or you can also uh, contact us on Twitter at, at @badparentpcast. You can find us on Instagram if you search for Bad Parenting Podcast. There, you'll find me under that moniker as well. Our website is www.badparentingpodcast.com. Um, is there anything any other contacts that I have forgotten here? I don't think I have. Bananas. Bananas. Um, but no, if you could, uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Just search for Bad Parenting Podcast on either of those. Um, little applications and you'll find us those little applications those little applications those little little, little well known things you know just 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 those little drops in the bucket um but yeah if, and also if you guys would do us huge huge favors we've had two so far and i'm really this may sound pathetic but i'm really happy that we've had those two but it's been a while since we've had another review and if you could you know drop us a rating uh some places they'll request for a certain number of stars i just want to know what people actually think so if you think it's five five and give us five i'm Sorry, that came out wrong. If you think it's five, then great. Give us five. If you think it's one, give us one. Let us know what you think. And, and um, a five-star review would be great, but I would just like to know um, what you guys think of the show and leave us a, uh, some feedback and in the uh, with an actual review. <clears throat> so long story short, leave us a rating and review, please. Please. Um, otherwise, uh, we'll sign off for now. We'll talk to you again next week. And try not to be shitty parents. Peace out. <laughs>
about to get that ass gone.
It's all done now. Cure coast.